Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. I'm Kat Victorino and joining me today are Simon Holdsworth and James Little. Hey guys. Hey guys. How you doing? Well, here we are about a week and a half to Christmas, and the 49ers went into Cincinnati this weekend and pulled it out in the end. I'm still stunned. Guys, I have rewatched this game, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight times on Game Pass. I'm still blown away that we pulled it out in overtime. I, I, yeah. I think we won, we won the game twice because <laughs> we had the game won and then let it go and then won the game again. And, and the pleasing thing for me is that when we lost the toss into overtime, all the momentum was with the Bengals, and mm-hmm. we still managed to pull it out of the fire. Yeah, it, the game matched the season so far for me. It was, it, it did it not though. For games ever yes. knew how a team is currently doing, it was this game. Um, yeah. like you just said, we we won it, we lost it, we won it, we lost it, and we won it. It was like, how did we do that? I mean, yeah. Um, the game just represented how the season's going for me, to be honest. Um, it's never easy. Is it? You know, it'd be boring if it was. It must be boring to win every season. <laughs> <laughs> well, Garoppolo went 27 of 41 for 296 yards, two touchdowns, ended with a 103.3 passer rating. He didn't look consistent, but at least he was able to get the job done. He, he wasn't consistent, no, but he was in the clutch when it really, really, really mattered. And he went to a, a tried and, and, and trusted target, didn't he, in George Kittle um, with that last drive in overtime. Um, and, you know, the, all the best teams, all the Super Bowl winning teams, those matchups and those those connections start working around this around this time. So fingers crossed it bodes well for uh, for December and maybe into January. Yeah. No, the thing for me was I come away from watching the game like I was. I was. I'll be honest with you. I was, I was quite angry with him. I was like, and even during, during the game, at one point, I was like, ah, oh, I've had enough of it. And I found myself saying this about Jimmy during games many times. And then I've rewatched the game with you know with a, a non-emotional live reaction. You know, sat down, watched the game uh, again on Game Pass, like you said earlier. And uh, uh, I was like, this, this is what Jimmy does. This is what he's, you know, always done. He, he does and will continue to divide the fan base like he divides me during the game, you know, from quarter to quarter. So I'll just get trying. Let's just get trying now. Let's get this, you know, let's get easier. And then he goes and makes those clutch, like you hit the nail and it's on those clutch plays. I think Jimmy, well, if as long as that middle, that middle of middle of the, the field where you find the likes of George Kittle or, or Debo coming in on a, a slant route, that's where he thrives and he can thread a needle in that area. I mean, he's not particularly great at going deep or he, he doesn't get the opportunity mm. to do particularly with Kyle's scheme. I do still stand for, I think a lot of that is a scheme thing. So I do think he probably has got the ability to do it. You know, people go, oh, he can't throw a deep ball. You, you're not a quarterback in the NFL if you can't throw a deep ball, whether you're really good at it or, you, do you know what I'm saying? You don't get to where he is without the ability to do that if need be. 
And we have seen it, him do it on a couple of occasions. He did it to Benjamin. Um, he underthrew that ball, though, didn't he? He did. Mm-hmm. I knew you were pointing that out because I remember you commenting on it, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did underthrow it. And he probably the reason for that was probably because he doesn't get the opportunity to do it enough. But, you know, let's be honest, in, in game situations. Or, or is it the fact that he's not particularly good at it? Anyway. Well, I mean, you... that... Sorry, go on. I was okay. going to say, I just... You, I think I think you really kind of are onto it. He can't throw that deep ball because it's either going way over the receiver's hands, or it's too far, too it's too short, you know. So that's a big inconsistent area for him is that deep ball. I'm throwing outside the numbers as well because you you put it in the Facebook chat, James. You know that throw from from Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase with about a minute to go. Was yeah. an was a beautiful rainbow, and you you put. I wish we had a QB who could do that. Exactly. Yeah. And and he just doesn't have that touch. No. Like you say, no. he can he can thread. He, he sees a gap over the middle, but anything the way he's got to arc it over people. I mean, he's good at arcing it over our own receivers, but arcing it over <laughs> defenders and dropping it in, he just doesn't think yeah. have that. Anymore. And if he could stop Jordan, throwing Jordan it to the Kittle, other team. He tried to overthrow Kittle, and Kittle's like, no, watch this. Yeah, right. This is my ball. <laughs> did anybody see Peter Schrager's analysis of George Kittle on the on the uh, on on GMFB? And I he did. was saying that guy is it, it, it showed that showed that catch. And he's like, this is a tight end. Tight ends aren't supposed to be able to do that. <laughs> Kittle yeah. is the people's tight end. He's extraordinary. He is. <laughs> he is. He really is. Um, I mean, I was a big uh, Vernon Davis fan. Back in the day, but off kills a whole different kettle of fish, isn't he? He does everything. And thank God we've got two players to move away from the quarterback slightly, but thank God we've got two players on this roster in Debo Samuel and George Kittle, who quite literally can do anything in that. In you know, well, they can do anything on that side of the ball, let's be honest. Other than throw it, they can do everything. Well, look uh, at Debo. You know, Debo rushed this game eight rushes for 37 yards, an average of 4.6 yards. That's not bad of an average for a wide receiver to rush. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I mean, when, when, the, when the chips were down, we had one player on both sides of the ball that really stood up to be counted, and that was George Kittle and, and Nick Bosa. Bosa, yeah. Bosa Absolutely. was an absolute handful all game, and he is. And if he doesn't get comeback player of the year, I don't know who will. Because um, he's got to be in the reckoning for, for defensive player of the year, isn't he? Well, and Al Sharir led the team with 11 tackles, again, um, eight mm-hmm. solo, three assisted. We sacked Burrow five times. Bosa got him twice. They were both beautiful, too. And then Al Sharir had one. Williams had one. And then Key and Ebukam had, had shared one. So, yeah, our, we had a few people step up when we needed them to. That That's the thing, but, is that Bosa's, both Bosa's sacks were in absolute clutch situations. Yeah. I mean, the one in overtime when I think the Bengals were on third and three and they'd marched down the field and I think everyone was like, oh, we were so they're just oh, going to walk, waltz this into the end zone. And yeah. he just burst through and absolutely skinned the guy on the outside and they had to kick the field goal. And invariably that gave us a chance to go and win the game. Um, but yeah. I think I, I've, I've mentioned a few times about Aziz Alshay and I think now he, he's probably the most improved player in the NFL. Obviously we don't watch everybody oh, yeah. week to week, but from the skinny guy who looked like a safety playing linebacker from last season to the dude who's literally stepped up to the plate and has been outplaying Warner in the last few games, which yeah. is no game yeah. feat in itself. He's been yeah. outstanding. 
absolutely yes. stunning. He's oh, yeah. And he is so fun to watch. Like Warner, he's fun to watch on the field because he obviously enjoys these hitting these guys hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the most improved player in the NFL, like you say, <laughs> don't physically have the time to watch everyone else, but from what I have seen of the women in the NFL, I haven't seen a player, uh, you know, well, I suppose because we know him a little bit more, but I'll show you, like, Phenomenal. He, he, you know, we have a saying in one of our sports first name on the team shoot. Well, at the minute, that guy's the first first name they marked down. You know, on on the depth chart, like you say, he's outplayed Warner, who is the best player in his position in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, phenomenal. Um, and it really, it really pleases me to see because it it gives me a little bit more confidence in the coaching staff and the people. You know, they're these guys improving on the field then. You know, they're putting the work in with him off the field. He's a good sign, uh, you know, for an organization, franchise. Yeah. The one thing I am concerned about is that the Bengals did get to Garoppolo five times. Tom Compton. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It's just like the the season, isn't it? It it really is. It's every week. It's like, right, okay. Oh, we've got an O-line. Next week. Where's the O-line gone? The O-line goes. Back, back, they're back. <laughs> it is. And I mean, the, the, the one consistent on that O-line is Trent Williams, um, whose documentary I cannot wait to watch, to be honest. Um, but uh, has anybody seen the video of him just physically throwing the six foot six, 300-pound man away? No. Yeah, yeah with, with his left he arm. He quite literally just flings him aside. Like oh, my nothing. God. Um, he, you know, that's the only player on the O-line. Well, not the only player. Like, like, it's just Chubb as well, though. It didn't seem like it at times, does it? Yeah. But it didn't seem like... I didn't come away from that game and think, oh, we've lost that. You know, well, I know we won it, but, you know, we lost the battle in the trenches because on the other side, with a lot of, you know, we're both having an absolute game. It kind of evened it out, if that makes sense. You know, I wasn't... Thinking every drive, oh, they're just running through our O-line, you know, like a train every time. So, yeah, yeah, it's not a great stat on paper, but it doesn't stick in my mind as a major concern. I I think our O-line, you you look at it in two different ways. The left-hand side is the pass-blocking side. So so Tomlinson and um, Williams, they're very, very solid. Whereas on the opposite side, that's where we execute the majority of our sweep runs and Debo Samuels had a couple of touchdowns this year going just going down the right hand side. So Compton and who's the other guy? Is it um who's the tackle on that? who's the uh, who's the guard on that side? I can't remember. Anyway, they they're good at pulling. They're, so they're more mobile, yeah. but that means by proxy they're not as big, so they're not as good in pass protection. Yeah. So it's like well, yeah, it's that balance of pass and pass yeah. and rush yeah, it's yeah. It's a difficult thing to get right. I think you get that right in you go far. We've seen that with other teams that have won, you know, won it all. Um, yeah, you nail on the head again. So I'm, I think you're right because they're agile and they get off. Yeah. They get off the mark mm-hmm. quick and they can get downfield and get those downfield blocks. It plays into the hands of the likes of, our, you know, running backs and Samuel. Um, you know, look at some of the Elijah Mitchell's touchdowns this season. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. But again, it's having those players that are able to get off that mark quickly downfield and, and get those blocks in four or five yards away from the line of scrimmage in order to, for the backs to get through. 
So yeah, yeah spot on. It's that balance, isn't it, between pass and run blocking? But yeah, completely agree, mate. <laughs> exactly. And and I mean, look, let's let's be perfectly frank. This team could quite easily be nine and four. You know, the Seahawks game we beat ourselves. The Cardinals game when they when they had bloody whoever it was at quarterback. I think it was me. Someone like someone as good as me anyway at quarterback. <laughs> And, and, we, and we beat, we beat ourselves. Yeah. yeah, that's it. We, we, we beat ourselves again. You know, mm-hmm, this yeah. team is, is better than a 7 and 6 team. Better. We're our own worst enemy. We are. You're saying it for, you know, for other seasons. No, yeah. Yeah, we are our own worst enemy. I saw, I saw, uh, I saw you are an incredible stat season. today that we've, we've forced 27 fumbles this season. We've recovered seven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just look. That that's just look. You know, I mean, mm. in another season we could have forced twenty seven and and pick up twenty seventeen. Yeah. 17 up. yeah. Mm. Good stuff. <laughs> well, in the game exactly we ended up. Sorry. It's after your job, Mark. Make sure we get on in there. No, sorry, joking. Come on. <laughs> I don't know the way Mark digs for some of this stuff. Oh. I, it's pretty incredible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, our total first downs, we had 21, the Bengals had 22. So we were basically, if you look at some of these general stats, we were like right down the middle, even Steven with them. Third down efficiency, we had five for 15 third downs, um, 33%. The Bengals were four for 13, 30%. You know, fourth down efficiency, we didn't go for it on fourth. The Bengals did one, they made it. Um, we had six penalties for 40 yards. What am I complaining about every week? The Bengals only <laughs> had two for 19 yards. And again, there were penalties, PI penalties, holding calls Ooh. that never got called. Yeah. Um, had, didn't both have a sack chalked off? Or was it half? Was, that I was a penalty player, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was hands to the first. Amber Thomas had a couple of hands to the first penalties, didn't it? Yeah, which is you're gonna get from a rookie, you know. It's just yeah, experience. But that kind of stuff happens all over the field. It's just... and I feel, I feel like that hands to the face one is almost um overused because I feel like there you know there's gonna be times when the hands are gonna get up there and you just can't help it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's not it's not like they're going and grabbing the face, you know. It's just one of those whoopsies. I'm sorry, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. Some of the words, the Ambry Thomas one wasn't um, wasn't a stupid penalty. It, it's just rookie mistakes. We're gonna get that with, yeah. with you get that with rookies. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're gonna get that. It's a rookie mistake. And time of possession, we were pretty evenly split. Niners had the ball for 33 and a half minutes or 33 minutes and 50 seconds, excuse me. And the Bengals had it for 34 and 17 minutes. So, or 34 minutes and 17 seconds. So pretty evenly split, but we won in the end. And that is all that matters. Mm. Yeah. Stat that really... <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it felt, I don't know, for me, I felt we could have had that wrapped up by halftime, but then hindsight, is you know a thing and always yeah we could yeah we, we could i felt we could have had it wrapped up by half time but we could have quite easily lost it by full time and we didn't it went to overtime we won so like you said cat that's the main thing that is the I main think, thing I think, as, I think as a group we'll take a lot from that as well you know, i you hope could, so you could see how animated shanahan was at the uh, um you know at, at the end when time expired mm-hmm. and he you know he was 
he's not normally that animated on the field. No. But he bounded across the field, and it was like they'll take something from that, you know, as a collective. They'll the the, the ability to come back from adversity, which to be fair, we've questioned this Niners team yep. about character yeah. and you know are they able to come back when when the chips are down and you know every, well, it's, it's a lot easier to lead and continue leading but to lead and then lose it and to come back shows a lot of guts so perhaps we should give yeah. some credit Bosa said it in his interview afterwards he said against Seattle we threw it away against the Bengals yeah. <laughs> he said against the Bengals we nearly threw it away and he said that was the difference and uh, yeah. I think you're right. They they took a lot away from that Seattle game, and I would say the um, Cardinals game as well earlier in the season. Like yeah. we just said, not to repeat ourselves, but you know they must know themselves that they are better than what their record suggests, and they also know that it themselves would beat themselves at the time. There hasn't been a game this season that we've not. Well, I've gone by God, we've we've been trouncing. We weren't in it, not off the top of my head anyway. So, yeah. Like you said, exactly. There's going to be teams looking at that and seeing Kittle playing freely and and healthy, which is a big thing for him. He's been banged up, playing healthy. We've got we've got secondary, you know, important secondary players to come back. We've got Dre Greenlaw to come back into the mix, although he hasn't really been missed. We've got Elijah Mitchell to come back in, who's been our feature back. There's not many teams that are going to want to face the Niners going down the stretch, because we're a physical team. Mm-hmm. Well, here's some great stats that we haven't gone over yet, but Kittle is the first tight end to have 150 plus receiving yards and a touchdown in back-to-back games. Legend. Kittle is the first, I know, oh, I just love this man, first 49ers pass catcher to do so since Terrell Owens had 171 yards against the Chargers in a game in 2002 and 166 yards against the Eagles the following week. One's a tight end and one's a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Isn't it sad that we haven't had a wide receiver that's gone back to back 150 plus yards since in, in 19 years? It says a lot. It's because he, he keeps getting Devo to run the ball rather than catch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it, it right? It. I bet you he does. <laughs> Uh, Kittle now has four career 150-yard-plus receiving games, which ties Hall of Famer Kellen Winslow for second most by a tight end since the Super Bowl era began in 1966. That's a pretty big name there. I love that. Let's talk a little defense. Bosa, our boy Bosa, has 14 sacks on the season, the most by a 49ers since outside linebacker Alden Smith had 19 and a half in 2012. Uh, Niners with 14 plus sacks in the first 13 games of the season. Nick Bosa this year, Alden Smith with 19 and a half in 2012, Dana Stubbafield with 15 and 97, Haley, Charles Haley with 14 in 1990, and Fred Dean with 15 in 1983. There's some austere company. I was going to say, there's, there's some heady names there. I mean, apart from Alden Smith, we all know the issues that he's had. Right. But, and, and Stubblefield obviously tarnished his reputation yeah. later on. But you know, Fred Dean are, and Charles are. Haley. Oh my God! Wow. But but, but guys, let's put this in context. This is coming off an ACL tear. <laughs> exactly. It's it's utterly it's utterly utterly outstanding the it, level that he's come back to. And it would and, be criminal if he does not get comeback player of the year. Oh my God! I mean, he he was he was a standout. Obviously not last year. He was for two games, but. The year, the year prior, his rookie season, he was rookie probably season. the best defensive rookie I've ever seen for the 49ers, without a shadow of a doubt. 
he's for me. Since, since Patrick Willis, probably. Yeah. But yeah, you guys followed them longer than me, but for me, Bosa is <laughs> from a straight straight college to league. Uh, just what what a transition! Uh, the phenomenal player, absolute phenomenal player, absolute I, I, I animal. Keep a, I keep a keen eye on him when I'm watching him, and if he's not pressuring the quarterback, he wins his. It, on the on 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 the line, you talk about winning your matchup. Even with <laughs> double team, he he seems to win. 90, yeah. 95% of the time. So, yeah. yeah, quarterback is either getting pressured or he's getting hit or he's creating a lane for somebody else to come through. Nearly every player, and it's invaluable. Absolutely he also has a level of recognition when he gets double teamed. I mean, Baldy does a good breakdown, Brian Baldy. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's done good ones. But he, when he gets double teams, he has a level of recognition. Because when he identifies and get dual term, you go, okay, I'll keep these two busy because he yeah. identifies that that frees someone else up. Where, you know, and he and he does keep two two offensive linemen busy. Yep. It's one player. At the end of the day, it's one NFL player against two NFL players, and eighty five percent of the time he gets the better of them, and that right. is just phenomenal. It's just a crazy thing. Uh, <laughs> mental. He's just such a beast. Um, yeah. Just a phenomenal place. Hands are he unbelievable. The like George, George Kittle said happened. when he was mic'd up, I am so glad he's on my team. Exactly. <laughs> I would hate to be against him, you know. <laughs> so, Simon, you had asked the only question in our group this week. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And, of course, it was about Aziz Alshier. But I love this. When all is fit, who is our best linebacker tandem. What are your thoughts on that, Simon? This is I'm why curious. I asked the question because I'm just like, I mean, you've got to put all pro Fred in there simply mm-hmm. because he's all pro Fred. But, you know, we thought Dre, Dre Greenlaw came in and replaced Quan Alexander. And, you know, we were all a bit worried when Quan got injured and went down and Dre Greenlaw stepped up and obviously had that amazing play against Seattle um, <laughs> on the goal line. And then he kind of stepped up and then, He's been a bit injury prone. And like I say, when I had seen Aziz Alshir, he'd been special teams. He'd come in for a few players. And I always thought he looked a little bit undersized to play a linebacker. And I've just been absolutely blown away by how good he's been. Yeah. I mean, even not just being able to fill a gap, but standing out and making heads up players. I mean, there was there was a play uh, in the Bengals game where... Um, they, they, I think they faked a handoff and then and then pitched out to the running back and it looked like it was going to be and he just came out of nowhere mm-hmm. like a bullet out of a gun and tackled for probably about a six yard loss and it's like this dude is making play after play after play after play every single play seems to be Al Al on the stop Al with the false fumble Al with the recovered fumble he's everywhere so it's a tough one because when they're all fit I mean at the moment you'd go Al Shair and 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 Warnham but because Green, Greenlaw's been out, but Greenlaw's a hell of a linebacker as well. Yeah. yeah. It's a real tough one. What about you, Jim? Sounds like you've answered your own question to me, Simon. So. <laughs> 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 no, you've just you've hit the nail on the head. I'm glad it's not my job to pick because uh, whoever gets the job of telling either one, they're not getting as many snaps. I do feel, you know, they'd have to feel aggrieved, wouldn't they? I mean, in current form, let's say we pick Clouds in current form, I've just said it earlier for me, I'll show on that, I mean, other than Bosa, which has got to be given, let's be real, uh, on that side of the ball is the next is the next name down on the 
team sheet as it was. But like a, <laughs> the uh, football or soccer as a reference. But um, yeah, for me, you just you, you well, you run with a hot hand, don't you? So yeah, in that position, he's the current hot hand, so mm-hmm. to speak. He's the the informed guy, and I'm pretty sure, as as we've seen with this group of players, I'm pretty sure Dre Greenall would acknowledge that and back it. You know, he's had a few injury, uh, you know, a few injuries this season, and you know, the. He'll be back in. He'll probably be the first guy to tap him on the back when he comes off the field and makes a great play, which, which is a good thing about this team. Um, you know, we've, we've been wanting a team like that for a long time. I do feel that the group, the group of players that we've got on this team, are very much like that. They all back each other. Mm-hmm. It's you know, completely. So yeah, for me, just stick as it is. <clears throat> and if Greenall plays himself, come you know, does stuff on the snaps that he takes, then. He takes the job, and and then we have a competition and a healthy competition for places. It's better than going. Oh no, we're down to our down to our third and fourth fullest on the depth chart because we're absolutely ravaged with injuries. Let's not forget last season. So yeah, you know. I would be totally okay with linebacker by committee if we could wrap all these guys up for a few years, because then we'd be set at linebacker for a few years. Absolutely. I mean, and, and did you see the news today about D Ford that he's been telling his his the teammates that he's he's getting released? Because I think oh. the, I think the deadline is today, isn't it, for us to oh, act him act activate him to the fifty three man squad? But he's injured. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's a it's a shame so, because that first season he was he was awesome, but a second round pick and you know for one, in, I mean, you, you can never forecast things in the NFL but it does yeah. feel like a bit of a bust even at a second round that's but, too bad um, yeah I think he's I think he's on his way I think mm. but it becomes, sure. it becomes um, you know stood up to be counted and the I can't remember his exactly. name we picked a guy up recently and he's made a couple oh. of really standout players uh, 90, uh, players in that number 92 I'm, 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 yes. I'm, I'm in I'm in I'm he's made a couple of he's made a couple of great players so they obviously feel that them two are capable of, you know, creating some pressure opposite bosses. So, yeah. Well, this week, guys, we are going to see the Atlanta Falcons, a previous uh, NFC West rival, no longer. What are we looking at with this team? My goodness, we lead the series all time, 47-32-1, but we have lost the last two after winning the three previous meetings. Our last meeting was a 29-22 win for the Falcons in week 15 of 2019 in Santa Clara. I remember that game. Oh, God, did that hurt. And a Julia, Julio Jones touchdown with two seconds remaining, followed by a Niners fumbled, fumble recovered in their own end zone, sealed the win. God, that was, I'm telling you, flashbacks. Oh, the Falcons beat the Panthers last week in Carolina, 29-21, giving them a 6-7 and seven record, good for second in the NFC South. Well, we are starting as an 8.5-point favorite, and quite frankly, this should be a game we should win, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, However, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. No, I agree. I think, yeah. Thank God, that name's not playing for them no longer. Julio Jones, although yeah, I know since he's left them, he hasn't set the world alight. But um, for me, that's possibly where this will be won and lost, like any games, because. 
I, I do rate Matt Ryan. Um, I think he's probably a criminally underrated quarterback in terms of, you know, for years he's been consistently good. Uh, and he does throw a absolute mean deep ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could see, I hope we don't, but could, we could see, you know, the rookies get a little bit torched, but then we've got Nicky Bosa putting the pressure on him. So we'll see how cool Matty Ice is when he comes across the bear. So, and yeah. we're playing at home, so we need the away team to show up. Oh, um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm old enough to, to, to actually hate the Falcons because obviously they used to be like a divisional rival, like you say, and I, I can't stand Atlanta. Me neither. From old. They are From old, yes. The, the dirty birds. They, they are awful. Oh, jeez, yes. Um, but I think I think they match up quite well with them. I think schematically, because they run a similar-ish offense to us with using Corderell Patterson like... Um, like Debo Samuel, I think defensively we should be able to keep them quiet. They're not a potent offense anyway, um, and he seems to it seems to be if Codrell Patterson has good production, then they they either get close or they win. So keeping them close, the keeping them in quiet will be will be huge. Um, but I'll, I'll always fondly remember the pick at the stick. So I'll oh, happily, yes. yeah. <laughs> happily take Aziz Alshir to run an interception ninety odd yards and, and win the game. That'd be I'd be down for that. I was saying, I've got Fuldale Patson on my fantasy team, and that man has actually been the difference in me winning and losing sort of against all happily this week. Uh, concede my fantasy uh, football game if it means we can get the win because uh, I'm not going to win it, I'm just never about to fantasy anyway. Uh, but yeah, Cordell Patson, he's he's really cool. Uh, good for them this season. He's bounced. Or he's been, I don't know how many teams he's been on. He's been he's on a number about, of teams. He's, yeah, he's been a return specialist. I remember him returning kicks for touchdowns for fun one year. Uh, I can't remember what team it's for. What were no, the Vikings? No. I think it was the Vikings. Oh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, I think you're right. It was, one not it? Yeah, he's been around. Um, but he's been good for them this year. You know, I think he's probably been a bright spark for the Falcons. But, yeah, if we can pressure Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, as they nickname him, <laughs> um, then, yeah, I think, and also, the other side of the ball, the, the, the offence has got to turn up. I know it sounds daft to say, we need the offence and the defence to turn up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, um, I, I do think we, we should be winning this game, but this season has been like, yeah, exactly. we've got seven, we're 7-6, seven, we're seven so it's like, uh, we could win or lose this, but let's hope we've got, it looks like they've got their stuff together and that we've got some sort of form. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to win. I do think, personally, I think we're probably going to win this by 10 points. I would say, I would hope, I'd like to say it'd be nice. It'd be nice if we had it wrapped up by half time. But, you know. What you mean, like last Sunday? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not last. Exactly. <laughs> Let's have it wrapped up by the end of the third quarter. <laughs> Let's get that far. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I think I think two, we should be beating them by two two touchdowns or two scores definitely. Two. Okay. Um, yeah, like, like you say, you, you'd fancy us to to do a job. We just eliminate our own mistakes, and as long as we play ninety percent football, then we should be okay. okay. Would you fancy Robbie Gold for a goal winning kick for a game winning kick? Fancy myself over Robbie Gold at the minute. To be perfect. I honest. yeah, I don't oh. trust Robbie Gold anymore. To be honest with you. Time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> it's kick ever because the minute it left its boot, you're like, that's going nowhere, but it's right down it's, the middle. 
Yeah. And it was yeah. almost like it got it's a good about to, down. to the right hand side. It was weird. Yeah. It was really yeah. weird. Um, so there is should win by two scores and there is will win by three points. And I think I'm with James. I think it's going to be close. I really do. I don't think we're at the point yet where we can blow people away by two scores. Um, I God, I would love to see it this week, though. Oh, it yeah, would just I make think my we build, we build on that Bengals result. And this is the week where we put the hammer down. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's getting fit. Everybody's getting back to the way we were. And let's just have a bit of positivity. And come on, Niners, we can do this. We can do this. We've got this. All right, guys. Another late night on a Sunday. I want them to do yeah. it. <laughs> overtime yeah. again on a Sunday evening. Oh, hopefully not. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I have two minutes on the clock. Are you ready to play the two-minute drill? Ready. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, James, so has your heart rate returned to normal yet? Not when the uh, red and gold are on the field, no. <laughs> Simon, on current form, should we reach the playoffs? Who would you rather play? Uh, yes, we should. And I think I read somewhere that we say it's looking likely either Dallas or Arizona. I'd love to knock the boys out in the first in the first. Oh, yeah. That would feel good. James, with the current COVID situation escalating again, would you send the players back into a secure training facility? If it means the NFL doesn't get cancelled and carries on, then yeah, they need to do whatever needs to be done, to be honest. Uh, let's see. Simon, what has changed with Ayuk? He's getting on the pitch. <laughs> um, he's getting used, he's getting utilised. The talent has always been there. I just never understood why it wanted to be a new one. James, now Kittle is in full effect as well as Debo and Ayuk. Can we not balance out the run-heavy playbook? Yeah, if it's not broken, don't fix it, <laughs> in, in, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, if Debo's going to run the ball like that and he's willing to run, uh, it all depends on his health uh, and how it affects him. But they know more than we do, so if it's not broke, don't fix it. Simon, do you think Coach just doesn't trust Jimmy to rely on his throwing ability? I don't think any of us do, do we? <laughs> True. At least not his deep ball, right? Absolutely. James, is Coach holding Trey Lance back for a potential playoff explosion? Absolutely not. There's no way they're going to throw this kid in. Can you imagine the meltdown? No. no. Mm -mm. That that would break him for sure. Oh, yeah. Simon, Simon, why is it when we get up by 14 points, we go into a shell and don't continue using what has got us there in the first place? You know what? That's the one question <laughs> with Demeco Ryans and Kyle Shanahan. That's the question I'd ask. And we are out of time. Because we don't know. Exactly. <laughs> why? <laughs> Well, Neil's parting quote is, fingers crossed our short-term injuries can recover and we have a massive push to the end of the season. And I absolutely concur. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, gentlemen, it is time to say goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Go Niners. Goodbye, guys. Thanks to Audionautics.com for the music. Thanks to Mark Lyon, Andrew Mitchell, Daryl Nils-Hanman, Neil Jepson, Deepak Gohill, Paul McDonald, James Little, Rob Newell, Kev Nyland, Simon Holdsworth, Nathaniel James, Stephen Box, and Graham Ross for all that they do in the group and on the show. Apologies to anyone I may have missed.
Thank you to all in the group who continually contribute, whether it's in the game day thread or the sharing of other content. We'd love to have you on the show. Just let us know. You can message any of the admins in the group or email us. Or you can check out the calendar under announcements in the Facebook group and sign up for a date. I'll contact you via Messenger and we'll make further arrangements. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Niner Empire GB and on Facebook, search for the group Niner Empire Great Britain. Don't forget to check out the blog, which is available on your favorite podcast app. You can also email us at Frequency49Show at gmail.com. On behalf of James Little and Simon Holdsworth, I'm Kat Victorino. I will not be back for the next two weeks. I will see you in January. The boys will take over for me, and I'm sure they'll do a fantastic job. I've been your host. You've been the audience. Go Niners! Goodbye for now.